When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line, look no further than the Moose. He's working at WPIX TV in New York. He is their sports anchor doing a fabulous job. I am sure Mark Malusis. thank you for joining the show, sir. How are you doing this evening? Well, what's going on, guys? How are you? Good job running through all the entire slate there. I'm, I'm fired <laughs> up. Derby, Derby's coming away uh, a couple days from now, so uh, it's a good time. Playoffs all abound, so it's been a while. Have you guys been all right? We've been good, Mark, and I mean, we you can tell by the slate of games that we have to read through at the top of every um, rejoin how much action that we have. So now that you're joining us, I have to just get out the way because I was told by a birdie that you are the man when it comes to the Kentucky Derby. So, Mark, I want to hear your plays on the Derby, please. And also, do can you give it to us like we're 12 years old? Because a lot of us are still new to the uh, Kentucky Derby sports yeah, betting. You, well, first off, have, have either of you, any of you guys ever been to the Derby? I have, Moose, yeah. I have Ryan, not. I, lo- I love it. it. I I'm, not, I'm not able to go this year because I can't get a babysitter. I was going to fly, I I was gonna fly out on Friday night. Yeah, Trista was talking about like you toughening up. You Trista up on the office. Yeah, you know, she scares the hell out of me, Moose. I said, <laughs> I said, we'll get Nathan tough. We'll get Nathan tough. Spend a few days with uh, Auntie Trista, yeah. and we'll get him hating Philly in no time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Derby's great. I mean, Ryan can attest to it. The Derby's awesome. Uh, first time I ever went out to the Kentucky Derby, I was 16 years old with my dad and my uncle and we uh, left Rockland County and drove through the night and uh, got there the Thursday Friday's ladies day which is Oaks day and then you know and then it was Derby day where you have you know 100 and you know I think that day was like 130,000 people plus and now it's gotten even more expanded open infield at that time too so it's an unbelievable day it really is for any sports fan you don't even have to be the biggest thoroughbred racing fan to enjoy what uh, what the Derby is at Churchill Downs when they come out onto the track and they're singing my old Kentucky home, uh, it's just it's just an amazing experience. Just as I would imagine, the Indy 500 is the Daytona 500. There are certain things and certain dates and certain experiences if you're a sports fan in America that at some point in time you have to kind of take it all in. That TV doesn't do it justice, and TV does a great job. It just doesn't do it justice. So. It's an amazing day. I'm fired up. Plus, you get great racing. Great racing Friday with the Oaks. Great racing and unbelievable undercard on Saturday with the Derby. Highlighted, obviously, with the run for the Roses, which will be post-time right around 7 o'clock Eastern time. So it's going to be an absolute blast of an afternoon. Moose, really quickly before we get into the plays, what are your top five must-see in-person sporting events? Wow. 
Um, well, I, I think I named three of them. I think you got to go to the Derby. Derby's much better than the Preakness. The Belmont's great when there's a triple crown on the line. If there's not a triple crown on the line, it's just a, a much different experience. Um, I think you got to go. I want to go to the Indy 500 at some point in my life. I want to go down to – I've been down to the track. I've never been there race day, but I would like to go to the Daytona 500. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to be able to go to a, a World Series, um, a Super Bowl, Stanley Cup Finals, um, NBA Finals. So I've been lucky enough to be able to do that. Done. I think you got to go to an NCAA Final Four yeah. at some point just because, you know, even if you're not a – you kind of feed off the energy of the crowd. It's an unbelievable, you know, experience and stuff like that. So those would probably be, those are three that I have not done as of yet um, that I would like to do, um, you know, at least two of them. I'd like to go to the Indy 500 at some point, Daytona 500 at some point. All right, Moose, I'm going to ask you, ask you really quickly back-to-back questions because yeah. I'm going to get my bets in as soon as possible because here's one I want to ask you about. I'm looking at a long shot, Smile Happy, 20-1. to yeah. one. Uh, Thoughts on Smile Happy this weekend? Yeah, I think I think he's got a shot to to run underneath. I don't I don't like him to win the race. Um, I don't. Uh, but doesn't mean that he can't. And I give. I just don't think he's as talented as say Zandon. I don't think he's as talented as when you look at Epicenter, when you look at Race Flow, when you look at a horse like Mo Donico who's coming out of the Wood Memorial. And that has not been a great prep race for the Kentucky Derby as of late. Which means for everyone out there where. Horses that have won the Wood Memorial coming back and winning the Kentucky Derby. It used to be a tremendous prep race. It has not exactly led to winners as of late. So I think Smile Happy can run underneath. I'm going to use him underneath in the exotics, but I'm not going to use him on top. Okay, before we get to those, and then the other one I wanted to ask you, obviously it's it's usually like I joke about this, but it's pretty easy picking the winner. You just go with the Bob Baffert horses. But this year, yeah. no Bob Baffert. Uh, two horses, though, that are going to be run by Tim Yachting, now the head trainer of those two horses. Are we looking at either of those? Yeah, I think I, if if I had one of the two, so the two horses are Taba yeah. and the other one being Messier. So those are the two horses, and for those that don't know, obviously Baffert is in a, a legal struggle. He can't have horses run at Churchill Downs, can't have Russ, horses run at Naira because of everything that surrounded Medina Spirit. So, you know, his owners moved him over to Tim Yachtin, who's a Southern California trainer. He's got no experience in Triple Crown races, but – they're two really talented three-year-olds. If I had to choose one of the two, I'd probably think Messier runs better than Taba on, on Saturday. Now, you look at them, they're both unbelievably bred. They spent $1.7 million on Taba. He's the son of Gunrunner. He won the Santa Anita Derby, passed Messier in that race pretty easily. You look at Messier, his son of Empire Maker, who won the Belmont Stakes a number of years ago for Judmont and for Bobby Frankel. Uh, he should be able to get the mile and a quarter ridden by John Velasquez, who's an older jockey now, but more of a finishing jockey where he rides a lot of stake races and rides a lot of winners. But if I were to pick one of the two, I think Messier didn't run his best race in the Santa Anita Derby. I'm concerned about the inexperience with uh, with Tabo, who's only run two career races. Very, very talented. I don't think he fires his best on Saturday. Of the two, I'll be using Messier. Now, uh, I was really interested in hearing this from, we had Jeremy Pond on as well. I don't think I got to the question, and I really want to hear it from you. How important is post position in, in your opinion, and do you think that's going to affect the way that you bet this race? You know, Trista, it used to be more. Now, like up until a couple of years ago, what they used to have is they used to have a, a gate where they had an auxiliary gate. So they'd have, I believe it was 1 through 15, then there would be a break, and then there would be this small auxiliary grade, uh, gate. So that would have 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20, right? So the field is only 20. 
that's the max that the Kentucky Derby can be. So what happened a couple of years ago was that they had a designer bring in a gate that holds 20 horses. So when they had the auxiliary gate, if you were a gate, if you were breaking from post one, two, or three, specifically post one or two, um, it, you were having been setting up for a nightmare trip. Unless you were coming from behind, dropping into the back of the field. If you were a front runner, it was going to take a lot of work and a lot of traffic because it's a cavalry ride, a cavalry charge that first quarter mile into the first turn at Churchill Downs, and there's a lot of bumping. It can get, you know, your horse can get knocked sideways. Your horse can be out of the race before you hit the first turn. So now it's not as big of a deal for me now that they have the one gate as compared to the auxiliary gate. Uh, but still, I, I don't love breaking from the inside if I'm, you know, post one, two, or three, you know, on Saturday. It's not what I would prefer. I don't think a horse can't win. It's just it's going to take a little bit of racing luck. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We're joined now by Mark Belusis of WPIX TV in New York. He is their sports anchor, does a great job. I want to get back to the Bob Baffert uh, angle, Mark. How big is his, I guess, departure from this event um, with all that he's going through? How big is that for the sport, um, positively or negatively? Yeah, it hurts. He's a rock star. Yeah. I mean, because when you know, when you think about the Triple Crown, you think, uh, you know, about Baffert. You know, I've had, uh, you know, I've had the pleasure to interview him a number of times over the years uh, from work with WFAN and SNY and stuff when I was covering the Belmont Stakes, and um, very gregarious, very good with me. But you know, the charges against him and the problem you've had with the sport of thoroughbred racing, you know, not not to kind of get into the weeds with it, but yes, the question is that. You know, uh, drugs have been a problem. Horse uh, trainers, unfortunately, using, um, you know, trying to get a competitive edge um, and, and unfortunately trying to take advantage of the rules. So I don't know exactly everything that's transpired with Baffert, but clearly, you know, there's been a belief that he's been, you know, towing the line a little bit over the years, and that's why you're seeing what's going on at Churchill Downs and on the Naira circuit where he's been banned. Now, how much does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. I mean, who that, no, you guys don't know who Tim Yachtine is. Not a lot of people in America know who Tim Yachtine is, but he's training two of the horses that have got a shot to win the race on Saturday, and it's much different if Bob Baffert was there, you know, with the sunglasses and his white hair and wearing the $3,000 suit, you know, saddling up the horse. He's, uh, you know, he's one of those, when you think about thoroughbred racing and you think about the Triple Crown, he's one of the guys that you clearly think about. So, yeah, for the sport, I think this entire story stinks. Uh, Moose, what are you playing this week? Any trifectas, exactas? What do you got? Yeah, I love Zandon. You know, for Chad Brown, Flavion Pratt aboard. Um, I know he's the morning line favorite. I don't think he's going to be the morning line. I don't think he's going to be the post-time favorite when they open up the gates a couple minutes before 7 on Saturday night. So would you wait on that a little bit? I would. Okay. I wouldn't bet him at 3-1. to I wouldn't. I think you're going to get – I think you're going to get 4-1. to I think there'll be some love for the two California horses – Taba and obviously Messier that we talked about. I think there'll be some love for Mo Donical, who's coming out of the Wood Memorial. Um, I think it's a, a race that's completely wide open. So, you know, you look at Smile Happy and others. Um, there's a Japanese horse, Crab Prince. I think it's pretty intriguing coming from who won the UAE Derby. But 
I really like if you go back and watch Sandin and his bluegrass win, the thing that's most impressive about that is so pace makes the race. When you have a horse coming from behind, you know, if they're flying up front, what I mean by flying up front is first quarter of a mile, especially a distance race, when we're looking at a mile and eighth, mile to 16th, mile and a quarter, if they're going 23 or below. You look at the bluegrass, they were not flying up front. And the way that he was able to move and how he's able to explode in the lane and win that race going away, he's impressed the, all the clockers at Churchill Downs with his morning work. Uh, three to one to me is a little bit short. I think he's the most likely winner of the race, and that's what I'm going to be playing on Saturday. All right. Wow. Mark Lucis, I, I asked you to explain it to me like I was 12, and you did just that. I feel like I can bet everything now on the board. Appreciate you, Moose. All on Zandon. Let's all, as a team. I, as we're all in. As a family. I found a, I just, Moose, I just found a 4-1. to one. I'll DM you where, and, uh, yeah, I'm all in with you. <laughs> Uh, let's go get it on Saturday. Enjoy the race, guys. <laughs> Love Thanks, that. man. Appreciate it. That was Mark Malusis of WPIX-TV on, uh, in New York. He is their sports anchor, and he came on our show to talk about the Kentucky Derby and did a fine job, if I do say so myself.